Hello and welcome to episode 30 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden and this week I'm joined by Kevin and Brian. Each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Netflix, Spotify, YouTube. Wherever you get your content, we're going to watch a chunk of it and we're going to talk about it. Given the nature of these conversations, they are very spoiler heavy. So if you have not seen the finale of What If, and if you have not watched Train to Busan, go and have a look at them. Those are our, our key subjects this week. If you like what you hear, please give us a like and comment on iTunes or subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Anything you can do to just show the world you like the end of stream would really help us out. If you want a little extra content, head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast. We make videos and do illustrations there to go with the podcast. While you're there, you can add a comment and you can disagree with us. You can tell us your opinion of the show we're watching or you can suggest something for us to watch. In that vein, you can also send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All that being said, let's get into the episode. Week two of Spooky Season, and this week we are following up Hereditary with Train to Busan as our as our horror movie of October choice. Uh, I'd never seen it. Brian, you seen it before? Mm-hmm. You had seen it before? Yep. Okay. No. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, there's a good chance Brian could see it, but you don't know. You're not the biggest horror fan, are you, Brian? Um... Mm. I like horror movies. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I, I love do love, movies. I do love uh, Korean cinema, but I hadn't actually gotten to see it, so no, I haven't. Favorite, I haven't favorite had. Korean cinema movie? Ah, I mean, I mean, you know, old boy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, but you know what? Um, the the handmaiden, the handmaiden. Um, or the handmaid. I can't I, I, I keep mixing up because the the handmaid's tale and the handmaiden mm. were kind of in the public domain you know, com- conversation for for at the same time. I think it's the handmaiden. Right. Um. Have you seen that? No, I don't no. think so. I don't think so. It's excellent. Okay, go check it out. Um. Remember, I remember watching all of Old Boy. I think it's I think it's sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and then the and then Lady Vengeance Lady, Lady Vengeance Lady Vengeance also excellent. Yes, yeah, good trilogy, good trilogy. Yeah. And I think The Devil Comes at Night. I've not seen it, but I really want to watch it. I saw The Devil. I saw The Devil. Yes, yeah. Is that the one where the the person is uh somebody is killed by a serial killer and they kind of torment the serial killer then. Yes. Yes, it's yeah. Down there. That, it, it would it would take too long to look for it, but I have it down there. Online. Yeah, we'll have to watch it sometime yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, a guy, uh, kind of a special forces guy. His wife is killed by uh, a serial killer, and then the serial killer is insane. So he's, I think he escapes, but uh, he's not. Basically, anyway, what happens is the the no killer. Spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. It's it's in the. the Yes, plot of the movie the basically that the killer becomes hunted by the special forces guy who it's basically catch and release yes yeah he, he beats catches him, him he brutalizes him and the, the guy gets away and he just keeps catching him and it just it's this it's it isn't as good as old boy but it is okay. it is good Sorry, the handmaiden is the handmaiden is directed by old boy director as well so so yeah i am a korean cinema fan 
but have just skit games. It's very popular at the moment. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You should watch. I, it. Have you be, have you been watching that, Kev? Yes. You know what though? Like I've watched the first episode, and I will watch the rest of it. But I feel like I don't need to. I feel like between having seen Old Boy and Battle Royale and stuff like that, I kind of. I've seen people react to it. For example, I saw Gogglebox and I saw people react to it and it really did feel like, wow, you guys have never seen a Korean film before. Not to sound like a fucking hipster dickhead about it, but they were watching it and going like gasping and like just, you know, just shocked by so much of it. And it was like, this is Battle Royale meets I was, was going to say, you know? I, um, I saw, I saw these, these guys talking about it and they were saying like, um, oh, you know, it's just like the Hunger Games and it's just like... Ah, man, come on! <laughs> and then they said, even when people were sort of starting to like go on the Hunger Games hype, I was a bit like, "Have, have nobody seen Battle Royale?" Yeah, yeah. And then, and then they said, "We sound like, like such assholes." <laughs> ah, no, but the thing is, the well, thing is though, like, no, no, age, it, it it's is an true. age thing, you know. Mm. Battle Royale was huge when it came out, man. There was like mangas, there was the movies. I think, like, I'm sure it was a cartoon. But, um, I think the thing is, as well, it's it's huge if you're a niche film dude. Well, like, right right when it came out, like I, I was on the road to going to art college, if not already in art college. I think it came you would have been already in art college, Brian, because I think I watched that when I was like 15, 16. Battle Royale was two thousand, I think. Was it? Was it? Bloody yeah, I think it was. I could be wrong. So, but yeah, if if not in art college, I was soon to be. So, um. That's where I did most of my my film watching back in the day. Because I mean, it was it was essentially a film course. Yeah, you're right, Brian. Two thousand. I remember seeing was it Brother? Yes, Takeshi. Takeshi that, that, that guy put a fucking chopstick to a use I've never seen before, and it traumatized me in the moment. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I remember. Um, That's for eating. What I was gonna say, but then they, they said it was like like some other show. Like I can't remember, like something in the apocalypse or I don't know. But anyways. Uh, it's like, well, look, Squid Games is brilliant. It is really, really good. Um, well, yeah, I'd say it's very, very good. Brian, you you should watch it. Well, like, you both should watch it. I, for I, sure. I will. I will. Yeah. I, like, I, I will watch it. And just um, in watching the first you, episode, I felt like. You worked it out already? Not so much that I worked it out, just that I had. It, it didn't hook me in the same way that it hooked a lot of people, because for a lot of people. Like, the, the first episode had nothing I hadn't seen before. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say the first episode isn't great though, to be honest. Like yeah. I watched mm-hmm. the first episode maybe twice. Yeah. I've uh, had I've had people I've heard people saying that as well about it, you know, that like it took a little getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Like I will watch the rest, but based on the first episode, it hasn't really hooked me in yet, so I haven't I haven't made yeah. the time to to go back yeah. to it. Oh, it's good, but it's a very good series. I do think the last there's a point in the last episode where the last kind of say 20 minutes or something. I wasn't mad keen on, but the rest of it is very, very good. I won't get into it, but it's. But I look forward to season two. If they do season two, if they don't, fine, whatever. It was really, really good. It's yeah. I don't know. I'm seeing so much memification of it that it's putting me off watching it. I just don't want to get involved. Seeing people sharing that fucking card with the shapes on it, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Stop it. The the, the guy actually the guy from the train from Bushan is 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 in it. Is he? Yep, the main guy from the the train of Bouchon, he's in it. Uh, he's he. We just say right, it's 2021. I'm not too sure when the train from Bouchon came out. Maybe like what 2016, 15. 
16, I think, yeah. 16. So, okay, like five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. The man is like 42 years old. Right. Like, he, like, in the train in Bouchon, sorry, in Squid Games, I, I pegged him as a, like, person who is, like, maybe in their early 20s, mid 20s. It's oh, pretty really? wild. Yeah. Oh, oh, the guy is incredibly young looking. He's very handsome, but he's incredibly young looking. He's 42. I think he's, I think he's very handsome. Yeah. It's that Korean skincare routine. Mm. Yep. Um, good, good hair as well in Busan. Good hair. Yeah. Good hair. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. uh, we all, we all have great manes of hair. So much hair comes oh. off my head. Is that normal? Do girls go through that all the time? supposed to do uh kind of yeah i'm my, mine is falling out and i don't know if it's the lack of sleep or the stress or poor diet or everything but it is rapidly i was rapidly i was looking falling. through through one of your many videos this week brian and uh, i thought you had a great head of hair many many videos <laughs> there was a lot of instagram stories of essentially the same thing Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed to get through the day. <laughs> you know what, Brian? You do you. You're not doing any harm to anybody. But you're, but uh, yourself, watch, don't watch. I don't give a shit. Unfollow <laughs> yeah, yeah. me. It's I don't give me. a fuck. No followers. I don't care. No. Fuck but, off. It's for but, me. But, um, no, you're dead right. Uh, but no, I like, I watch your videos. I'm supportive. But um, Thank you, Kevin. Yes, but, um, but no, I thought your hair looked great in that video. I thought it was very cool looking. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Um, but we're talking about the old, like, kind of like old movies. Oh God, talking about uh, back in the day, Battle Royale and all that kind of stuff. Ichi the Killer. That was that was a lot back then. Yeah. It's actually on my Instagram. <laughs> I, I took a picture before and after. Like I, I just seen it on. It popped up on Netflix, and it was early in. The, well, I mean, early in the day, it was like maybe 12 or 11, you know? Um, and I was like, oh, you two the killer. I was like, I hadn't seen this yet. And I was like, is it too early to watch this? And then the next photo was me wincing, going, yeah, not watching yes. this. I don't really like yeah. that director. He's very hit and miss. He's, um, um, I feel if I went back and watched it, it would, like, you know, like, like, dude, I was like, I don't know, again, 16, 15, 16, like, that movie was edgy as fuck. And I probably thought, it like, is. I was this little he, edge lord. Yeah, yeah, um, he's he's very prolific. He's directed hundreds. He's like I, I think sometimes he's directed multiple films in a year. Um, Takeshi Mika, um, yeah, multiple films in a year, and then a lot of it is just like when he when he's good, he's good. But a lot of it is just oh, dude, shocking dude, for the sake of shocking, and it's just like I just don't I want the I, point. I watched, I think it was like one of the Ichi movies or there was a particular, there was a, there was a separate anime or something like that, like movie or tie-in or it was at the start of one of the movies. I can't remember, but I just opened a scene of this, of uh, or early in the movie, the scene of basically him killing a rabbit and then like ejaculating on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like kind of like, uh, like as in like uh, involuntary, you know, it was just like mm-hmm. he had butchered this rabbit and then like came across it. And, uh, and it was just like, this is. Came across it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody says I came across something, 
that does go through my head and I'm like, that's not what they mean. And I move on. And this is the first time in history that someone has said that and it's been, that's what he means. <laughs> yeah, when he came he across... He said what thing, he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It's like, even like, a, it's like, put it this way, it's like kind of being <laughs> being a 16-year-old real edgy edgelord, like kind of like, oh, this is cool, to now going like, free guy was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Free Guy was a great movie. That that part where he had the, sh- the Captain America shield and the Hulk hand, that was brilliant. I loved that. Yeah. yeah. You kind of have to like... F- <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> you kind of have to like front load all of your like... Front load. Front load. All over. Yeah, I, do, uh, I did yeah, say you peg to, him earlier. You do. <laughs> yeah. You kind of you kind of front load all your edginess and acerbicness and, and, and your, your, you know, dark shit in the, in the front of your like you know, being shocked by things, yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then films after that, you're like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen this, you know, I'm, yeah, I get this, which I suppose is why you get people on Gogglebox going, what the fuck is this? Cause they never went through a weird phase of watching nightmare films. <laughs> Speaking of Takeshi Mika, um, possible suggestion for another, for next week's film. Uh, Aiden, have you seen Audition? No, no, nah, no. Fuck you. I know. <laughs> you see, I like Audition. Um, no, you, man, that's a hard watch. It's even as like a, I don't even know if that's a good movie. Honest to God, this week, after Hereditary and Train to Busan, I was coming in here going, Muppets Haunted Mansion, guys. That's a Halloween film, right? Mm. Guys? Um, sure. I'm, 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 you, I'm you're throwing like, Audition at us. Have I'm, you both seen Audition? Oh no, I man! Haven't. I just read the description of it and went, "No, <laughs> no, thank I've, you." I've definitely, I've one hundred percent watched it. I know that much. Um, I've had enough people I've, tell me about it. Whether I forced myself to forget it or not, I can't remember. I watched it. I, I think audition is the right balance of that director's like edginess, shocking. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Mm. Itchy feels like it's just. Oh, it's edgelord stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, it super is like the, the, the whole aesthetic, the whole idea behind it and stuff. Like, I think like pretty much Marvel ripped that off though at one stage. I think they had a guy called Pestilence or Penance and he was like kind of a guy who kind of almost got stronger the more pain he endured. Remember that? Ichi was something like that, wasn't it? Ichi kind of got off on the whole... I can't kind remember. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Something like that. I just remember like there's a guy in Marvel called Penance and he was very like kind of reminiscent of Ichi de Kla. Um but yeah uh horror, horror movie next week yeah we like we, we can discuss that at the end I guess see what we're going to do uh, we, I think we found it it's audition audition <laughs> no actually no no it doesn't no because no. no who no. no one wants to talk about that on the, on the pod I mean I do uh, I mean but, like but no. that that, that movie <clears throat> whether or not it is of the same kind of tenor and stuff when I was like wandering through fucking I don't know when I was reading I don't want to say like I was reading or watching these things because I was reading just enough to decide I don't want to watch these things. So like Audition was in there and like Tetsuo the Iron Man is one of those as well. <laughs> I've heard of that, but I don't know it. I watched that in the library in IADT. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had read so much about it. I, I think I mentioned before, like there was a there was a magazine called Manga Magazine and it was about like Hong Kong cinema uh Korean stuff didn't feature as much. I don't think there was much. Well, no, there would have been, obviously. Anyway, point being that uh, it was mostly manga anime. And then every so often they had to talk about like a lot of Japanese films and stuff like that. So I had read a lot about Tetsuo 1 and 2. 
And um, is that the one with the guy with the drill penis? Yeah. That, oh, that, yeah, I've that, seen yeah. it. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. So I, yeah, generally, seen, I generally have seen it. Channel 4 showed it on TV years ago. I've seen and read a lot about the film. And not once did they, like, Man. There, there was no, like, it, you know, they mentioned Cronenberg, body horror. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, fine. But uh, I rented that and watched it because it was on tape. So I had to watch it in the library in IADT. Yeah, like sat uh, way too close to a large CRT television uh, on a bright weekday morning surrounded by people when, writing essays. When the drill penis made an appearance, I, I turned it off and returned it. I was like, I can't watch. I mean, the only the only place I can watch this is... The dark, in, alone, not wearing trousers. In the library, you know. Yeah, it's like I, I, don't, I, you know, it was first years. Like I don't want to be pegged as that guy. Oof. Nobody wants to be pegged with a drill penis. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to have I intercourse. Don't know. There's some weird shit on TikTok. They'll make it out of silicone, and it won't anyway. That's not the same thing. No, I know. I know. This guy had a drill bit, not just a spinning thing. It wasn't, and it was, it was large. It was like it would be like if he was a teenage mutant Aiden, Ninja Turtle you're action figure. Grunting. Mm. And it, it doesn't it, sound it, it, dis- it doesn't it doesn't sound disapproving is the thing. It's it, it's disapproving. So this week, uh, trailer wise, we we had we did have the release of the Muppets Haunted Mansion, and I am going to watch that for next week. But it really looks like disappointingly like Disney have went. We gave you a chance to make some Muppet shit. Now we're going to start fucking our theme park stuff into it. Well, they, they already they already did a Disney Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy, and it's really good. Should I watch it? It's really it is really good. Yeah, no, it is good. Well, I think it was good. I thought it was fun. Brian, as the the devil to his angel on my shoulder, should should I <laughs> should I watch it? I haven't seen it. Okay. I I you know I know it's in the bad part of Eddie Murphy's career, so you know I think he made it around the same time he made Pluto Nash, I believe. Kev, so. is it better or worse than Meet Dave? What's Meet Dave? It's the Eddie Murphy Meet one where Dave. he's a where uh, it is Meet Dave, isn't it? Where they're, they're like, he's the captain of like a starship. But I think the they might have changed it just to body. Dave at some okay. point. Say that again, Ed or so? They're aliens who are visiting Earth in the body of Eddie Murphy. And there's like, it's from the perspective of like a... Uh, it's like in Men in Black when that alien is piloting a human. Yeah. Oh, What's the name of that sitcom that was like Harry's Head or something where... Yeah, you know, pretty much. Uh, Harry's Head or something it was, yeah. Where they'd have like... Every social interaction was discussed by a cast of people inside his brain before he acted. That's Are you only talking about that because it was in Only Murders in the Building? I don't know. When was it in Only Murders in the Building? Yes, probably. Yes, that's probably why yeah. I'm talking about that. Yeah, yeah, but I, that, that kind of made me like, oh, I remember that show. Still a useful touch point for the day of conversation. Um, sure. Daddy, Daddy I just don't Dave think I'd heard of it until until that episode. I'd heard of it. I just never seen. I definitely it. heard of it. I definitely. Dave, heard of it. Dave is Kevin Klein, though, isn't it? Where he's the president. I haven't he, seen it. He, yeah, he, Kevin Klein. I didn't watch a lot of Eddie Murphy stuff from that period because it wasn't good. Daddy Daycare is brilliant. Scanning for sarcasm. No, it's not. I love that movie. I watched it like no, multiple he times. He loves it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Should I watch it? Yep. 
Haunted Mansion's great too. Even though it got 15% of Rotten Tomato, but Rotten Tomatoes a bit stuck up. Which is better, IMDb or Rotten Tomato? IMDb is more reliable. Sorry, Rotten Tomato is more reliable. IMDb mm-hmm. is just people rating stuff. Rotten Tomato has a, it's an aggregator of audience and critic responses. So it gives you, it's a better indicator. Not necessarily reliable, but it's essentially aggregating what people have actually said, whereas IMDb is just people rating it themselves. 2003, Eddie Murphy, uh, 14% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, 30% from the audience. Again, reviews don't mean anything if you enjoy a movie, but um, yep. that is kind of damning. But if you enjoy it, enjoy it. I like stupid shit. Yeah, but I like Eddie I, I, yeah, I, 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 I'll admit, though, kind of, I have, I, I have, I'm not going to say bad taste, but I have a very broad taste. <laughs> No, I, I'm I'm the same. I kind of like grade on this like bell curve thing where like there's I can't watch the very bottom of it, mm-hmm. and like I watch very few of the stuff at the very top of it, and then I just enjoy everything in the middle. <laughs> Fair. Um, it's not so much grading as it is. Is it just just watching a lot of stuff and enjoying enjoying it? Yeah. Fair. Muppets Mansion. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Anything with the Muppets. Gonzo. Great. He's in my favorite Christmas movie. What movie is that? Muppet's Christmas Carol. I think it's my favorite Christmas movie. Um, Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Let's check it out. Or it looks, it looks, um, it looks a bit by the numbers. It looks, yeah, it doesn't look great. Uh, I watched the trailer for Three Five Five as well, which has Lapita Nyong'o, Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, um, one of the game of thrones boys um the white one or you know the other white one which is which is the oh, i think it's sebastian stan fuck off is that yeah, not richard it's, Sebast- it's not a sebastian <laughs> I, thought it was richard <laughs> I was really trying hard to pick him out from john snow and it's not it's neither of them it's sebastian stan <laughs> fucking hell okay um uh, kind of part of why i i like bookmark this movie is like uh, the movie's called 355 they set it up as it was like George Washington's first female spy was agent 355 they didn't give her a name it's like that's the name of the agent in why the last man so that's a odd connection is that George Washington's story and any basis in truth there must be some historical context to it yeah yeah Um, I was gonna say uh just just saying, what well, didn't she do that movie with um, with John Malkovich recently? It's like kind of the, see she, she's doing a lot of action stuff. Yeah, I I I put it on for five minutes, man. I had to turn it off. I watched all of it, but it wasn't good. You watched all of it, okay? Yeah, it's not good. It 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 slightly feels like she said yes to any production going during the pandemic, and the only things going were things that didn't have to follow the paperwork around COVID protocols and got done under the radar and it's a bit shit you gotta work you gotta work i don't think that's true though because no i i'm i'm making yeah. shit up but these these yeah. things are bad. hollywood is very heavily unionized very heavy standards yeah. and they take that shit seriously yeah so ava ava yeah is, is the thing yeah um john malkovich common gina davis owen grifford colin farrell colin farrell Cut- yeah, i forgot he was in Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. 355 looks crap. 
and um, probably on the same level as Ava. No, look, I, I, I told you said you watched the Haunted Mansion. I'll watch it and I'll probably enjoy it, but I, I it does look a bit drecky. Um, it's Simon Kinberg who directed the Dark Phoenix X Men movie, so his two film directing credits are Three Five Five and the Dark Phoenix. Got a big production and credits. Technically, Fantastic Four. Oh, did he sort of ghost direct that? He, he? he was producer on those films. He was producer on a lot of the Fox Marvel stuff. So mm-hmm. he was a producer on Fantastic Four and then he, he took over. Trank was fired, so he finished that film, I believe. Um, okay. Uh, X-Men First Class, Jumper, Elysium, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Deadpool 2 designated survivor the martian like these are all his producing credits choppy there's some good movies in there i i see that yeah i think he's he's wandering into the directing and the things based on the weight of of the stuff that he's produced and he's produced a lot of stuff that's been very successful for them um on his list of upcoming announced things is the running man oh no way brilliant um I'd be curious to see what they do with that. Like, I have a real soft spot for that movie. Yeah, love it. Um, but it it is really all over the place, panto fun, you know? Like yes, it's, 100%. One of my favorite Schwarzenegger ones, to be honest. It's underrated, I think. Yeah, it, 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 I'm really curious to see what the hell they do with that. Aggressors or chainsaws. Because, like, what else of his have they remade? They remade Total Recall. That was, Didn't watch it forgettable they remade robocop that's not schwarzenegger but it's that sort of era stuff they remade conan didn't they hmm they remade conan yeah yeah they remade Predator and conan jason momoa as conan yeah robert Um, was his dad wasn't he i didn't hate him as conan but i I hated that movie i just i've never you can't you can't you can't hate anybody as conan to a degree because like it's not as if it was it, it, it like you know like I liked the original Conan movies. I'm sure they're awful, um, but it's just like you know, it's not exactly the the biggest stretch for any muscly actor to to do. You know, like you can't get mm. precious over that kind of stuff. Some some stuff you just can't get precious over. You know, the the Ron Perlman's head is so specific that he just looked kind of funny in Conan. I think I needed someone a little more anonymous as the father, but. Um, we have we have wandered wildly from um three five five I guess that's and that's and that's a good thing three five five is a trailer that's out you can watch it let us know what you think yourselves um speaking of or keeping going with the trailers end of things um Resident Evil you put that in the the chat Brian what did you think of the trailer I like how faithful it looks like it's trying to be in places in other parts then it's deviating and it's kind of for no reason um it looks very low budget but wouldn't hold that against it if it kind of gets the other parts right um not my leon kennedy though no is is that he looks nothing like leon i don't know who it is he looks like the guy from light white ass man or something yeah, um, and also like the, it's the a nitpick, medic. but it's a nitpick, but it's kind of at the same time relevant. He the, the the story in the game is Leon 
is a rookie. He gets dumped by his girlfriend and he goes on a bender and he's hungover. So he misses his first day at work. And that's why he's not dead like everybody else in the police station. Because when the zombies show up and attack people in the station, he's hungover. So he misses his first day at work, but he's very clean cut, clean shaven and everything. Mm. He's a rookie. This guy's got like the scruffy scruffy beard and stuff and he just looks nothing like Leon it's just like that's such a strange choice that Avon Hoja Jojo I played that game Vancouver native I played that game like twice recently and I don't remember Leon being hung over I thought I I thought it, it's actually it's it's not in the game it's it's oh. in like files that you can read oh, okay okay uh, and it, I don't know if you remember the there's when you go into the office there's a sign that says like welcome Leon Yes, I, I remember all that. Like, yeah. it was going to be first day yeah, and stuff. He, yeah. He's, yeah, he's not there yeah. for that because okay. the, the backstory being that he was hungover. Yes, I know. Yeah, he broke up with his girlfriend. I remember that all right. But uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. like, the point being is that the guy looks nothing like Leon. And it's just, it's strange that they, they recreate like one of the most iconic cutscenes of the zombie reveal turning around. That's in there. I was about like to it's say. Straight, it's straight from it. And then it's like, ah, this guy's close enough. <laughs> I, like they, I, they, they I give still the remember Case seeing Caldero, that the, the in red jacket. Very iconic, yeah. yeah I, 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 I almost put the game down and didn't play any more of it. And I, to be fair, I didn't get much further in it. We had rented it from Extravision, and I remember <laughs> getting to that bit and going, ah! and um, the aiming system being just useless. Um, I, I, I got very scared and stopped playing that game pretty quick. I remember being at someone's house, potentially a cousin's or something, and having Resident Evil. Now, my brother probably had it, was playing it. It could have been our game, I don't know, but whatever room we were sleeping in, I can't remember, but uh, the the box art was facing up, and I had to turn it over before I went to sleep. <laughs> can't have it looking at you. No. Um, uh, the, uh, Claire, I like that actor the actor who's playing Claire. Yeah. And uh, she, she looks good. the part, and it, that's yeah. what I mean. It's like, you know, they... Like, Claire is better in that game, I personally feel. It's Claire's storyline and everything is better. Um, At least in the one I played, the remake. Because yeah. they kind of... They kind of but, I, I wonder which people prefer. Because I, th- I think the second one you play gives you a different perspective from your first one. And is that why people sometimes prefer it? I don't know. But point being in that, you know, the actress looks like Claire and her wardrobe looks it's like Claire's wardrobe. And even Leon's wardrobe is very, like, very, yeah. like, very similar to the game. But the guy looks nothing like it. And it's just, it's they, strange. They, they made a real point just, of handing him the vest as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just, it's strange that, yeah, I don't know. Give give him who, the who, 90s boy band haircut. Who'd you Give Leon? him a shave. Yeah. Who would you like to see play Leon? don't really care just like it, it when it's something like this and it's it's low budget it doesn't really matter you know but for that reason it, it seems like the it was an exercise in let's recreate stuff from the games but then they change weird stuff and the thing is the stuff you change then i think stands out more when when it, it's it's going to be like in bebop where they've they've kind of recreated a lot of things to a fault and then everything that's going to be different is going to stand out even more so because it's like well what was the point then you know yeah i understand what you're saying yeah that that's a uh, a handy little segue did you you watch the opening credit thing mm-hmm. for bebop 
What did you make yeah. of it? Like the, the, the there's a shot in it that I thought was kind of very telling. That there's a shot of the swordfish, which is his mm. spikes uh, spaceship yep. taking off, and it looks like something from Speed Racer. Not in a bad way, but it's like it's it's neon, it's bright, it's like it's like this bubblegum pop aesthetic, and the show has a much more muted desaturated palette as colorful as it is it's very it's going for like a noir kind of feel and that kind of speaks volumes i think that they've recreated a lot but they've missed the the tone of of the original piece and i think it's going to be quite jarring when they especially when they're recreating some stuff shot for shot so like they've got the shot of vicious uh standing over spike with the sword pointed at him, Spike is the gun pointed at him, and there's a stained glass window in the background. They've recreated it mm. very, very close, but they've missed... It doesn't capture the feel of it at all. It, it's too bright, it's too colourful, it looks too staged. If, if you compare those shots side by Cosplay. side... It, yeah. And it, it doesn't have any of the the tone or the mood of of the scene from the show because it's mm-hmm. it's trying to recreate it too closely without actually capturing the the kind of the atmosphere of it. And I think that's going to be its downfall. Mm. It's it's going to feel it's going to feel like this Resident Evil trailer. It's like it's going to recreate a lot of stuff without actually understanding. I, I was or, really or the... surprised when I watched the opening credit of it because I was like, I was not expecting just a straight retelling of the anime. I was like, let's see some bounty hunting missions with in the Bebop universe. That's kind of what I was expecting from this. And I didn't realize they were just like, you know, we're just going to do the thing. And I'm like, oh. I think like, it's going to be different enough. I, I, I think it's going to so. follow. It's going to follow a few of the episodes, but it's going to be different. Yeah. And that, that's the thing, it's going to be different than in places and it's going to be, we're going to wonder like, why why follow it so closely only to change this part and that part, just do something. Yeah. Because like, you know, the way like the series played out, the way the series played out, that they made the movie and the movie is its own standalone thing. Mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting that from this show. I didn't, I wasn't expecting, and I, you're probably right, there's going to be some variety in there, but I wasn't expecting them all to get on board just doing like a cosplay remake of the series. Like, let's just watch the series. Um, That's the problem as well with, with recreating like the costumes and stuff that it just, it just looks like a costume. You know, I, yeah. I saw a picture just yesterday, I think. So Timothy Chalamet, I don't know what event he's at, but he's wearing an all blue suit and it's, much more spike than the spike costume mm. because the spike costume the spike costume it's a human wearing a cartoon character's clothes so how is cho supposed to embody spike's body language and his attitude when he's wearing a cartoon character's clothes yeah. whereas timothy chalamet standing on a red carpet in a blue suit has much more of spike's kind of you know laconic energy because He's, he's, there, he's, there's there's an air of there's an air of the unreal when you're wearing that outfit and it's going to be extra hard for John Cho to settle into the fact that like I live and breathe and sleep in this yeah. thing and this is just my day to day wear it 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 feels uneasy on him. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
like anytime he's trying to look relaxed he's trying to look relaxed it's a party costume it's not it's not the characters it's just strange that they i wonder who didn't get that because i know costume people know this you know Mm. is it a producer thing then where they're saying like no make it make it as close to the thing rather than capturing again like spike was based on uh Partially, anyway, at least he was partially based on a uh, Lupin from mm. from that series, yeah, and also based on a Japanese show. I think it translates to something like Detective Story, mm-hmm. and that actor's hair and co- and costume is very, yeah. very Spike. Even the silhouette of his hair, but it's just a it's just a Japanese guy in a blue suit. Yeah. And that has more spike energy to it than they, that photograph of him sitting in like just a chair yeah. in a outside a e- building is. Even he's also based on um, Elliot Gould's character in. Yeah, the I was Long trying. Goodbye. I was thinking of James That's, Coburn, but it was Gould. That is so much more spike. Yeah, and it's just it's it's a seventies movie. It's Elliot Gould wearing a blue suit and a yellow shirt, and that's so much more spike than recreating the costume one to one. And it's just. It's baffling that, like I said, I wouldn't put that on the costume people. I, I, I'd assume they they know their their craft and they know about costume and stuff. I'd imagine it's a producer decision. Somebody saying, "No, no, it's got to look, got to look like this." People want stuff to look. Exactly. The thing is, as well, um, is it uh, Yusaku Matsuda is the actor? Yeah. Um, the 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 thing is, this is. This is us at the same time because we see this with things like the difference between like us enjoying MCU stuff versus DCU stuff. That like there are people who all they want from the film is the costumes to look bang on and for it to be shiny and loud and noisy and whatever. And there are costume think, designers and production designers I, that love doing that. I think but you need they, to then hire the they person want to that. do. Mm. I I think they want like Cap's costume gets so much praise and it's great. It's so different from yeah. cartoons and comics, but it's it's close enough while yeah. also looking like something that that character with that character's motivations and everything would wear. Mm-hmm. And but I think you, that's you, like pe- people, people who want stuff to be this one-to-one, they think they want it, and then when they see it, they don't like it, and it never works. Mm-hmm. And I think you're better off pissing off those guys in the short run and then coming around to it because they do because the right choice is the right choice you know you see it as well in certain art directors on big visual effects pieces um or you know productions where some some audiences there for it some directors producers love that aesthetic but when i see like over complicated designs being executed like Everything going on with Steppenwolf in Justice League is like a great example. And a lot of the costumes in, in or the, the creatures in Justice League, it's too much just people enjoying the complexity of their render output. You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. the, the technical making of the, the CG effect, like they're enjoying the complexity of it. Whereas um, I think like Guillermo del Toro's stuff on... Um, uh, Pacific Rim, those giant robots when we'd had a five-year period of Michael Bay Transformer movies, taking such a very simple silhouette-based design approach to it, like getting something really clean and readable, um, 
as your overall shape and then putting that, a bit that, of nice design on it but like that is also because it was it was going for the japanese kind of aesthetic sure of oh, those robots and stuff and big gun dance. Had, you know with you know with <laughs> with transformers it was like oh no it's got to look more mechanical and it's got to look more complicated okay, we're and just stuff. enjoying and it, everything it, moving though, it you know? lost it like you said you know it loses that silhouette it loses all that kind of readable information and detail mm. yeah but that's that's somebody like odd there are audiences that love that and go oh my god look at all this shit moving you know and there are art directors and film directors and producers that love that shit and get off on looking at each individual frame like that whereas like i'm definitely more the mindset like there's a there's a i don't know if audiences do i don't think so i i I think people's brains switch off on that type of stuff to be honest there's the initial couple of seconds of it where they're like oh that's interesting and then the more you show to them they're like i i can i can tune out here for a couple of minutes because i've seen this you know 30 minutes ago and there's nothing worth watching in it again when's it out bebop yeah november i think or mid november november <laughs> i don't know there, there's a there's a there's a Soon. quote um that i always kind of forget the exact phrasing of it but it's like perfection is not when you've more to add but when you've nothing left to take away you know or like at the sort of design sense of like, can you bear? Can you break something down to the minimum required elements and still have it work? Now, if you go to start look at any of the art I create and the amount of fucking bricks and windows I've rendered and things, you'd slap me around the head for saying that that's something that I keep in the back of my mind when I'm designing because I keep getting lost and drawing fucking cityscapes. Um, but it, it's it's something I definitely think about when I look at like overcomplicated designs in fucking films. Where it's just like, could you just please pare this shit back? I think like so much of Spike's costume is because of his proportions. He's a very anime proportioned tall person, and mm. that suit works on those that on that silhouette. You know, it just doesn't make sense to put to put an actual person in the exact same thing. I would have just preferred like give me a fucking cool blue suit, yellow shirt, give it something that you know. Kind of like the advice apparently that um the director gave to Sean Connery on Bond apparently when he put the tuxedo on he told him like go home and sleep in it because he wanted him to oh look ruffled and not so pristine yeah and, not, and just be comfortable in it yeah yeah, yeah. and apparently I, I don't know if that's true but like that's a story whether it was true or not I don't know but apparently it is but yeah it's just you know it it should have been just a, a cool blue suit that Cho can that Cho looks like he he sometimes sleeps in but also is cool while doing it instead of him just looking a bit uncomfortable in in a cartoon character's clothes that that's funny you said because um god there's a story like that no it's not a story there's a a book um called frank sinatra has cold by gay talise and Mm -hmm. he's a journalist and he just you know it's it's based around an interview and one of the things they note about that is um, you know, in it won a Pulitzer or or a Peabody or something for this like interview with Frank, where you know no one would actually let him talk to Frank. He just became part of the entourage for a while, and he just got to write it based on the mood of everybody interacting around him. And one of the things they flagged was just like, you know, 
From years of touring as a younger man, he knew how to lie on a couch and just tug his suit into the right place that it wouldn't crease while he slept. You know? He just lived in the bloody thing. And it kind of goes... Like, I know it's that era's fashion as well, but, like, he's so comfortable in a suit because he fucking lived in a suit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not something I'm putting on for a formal occasion. It is just... A tire. Yeah. yeah. This is work clothes. It's, it, it's his going out in the world clothes. Um, and it's why he looks so odd and casual wear. There's a couple of like late era Frank videos of him, like Don Rickles gigs, just walking around in a leather jacket and a baseball cap. And it's like, that's weird. Who that is, is a, this? W- it's a weird way to see Frank Sinatra. Um, so getting us on to the meat of stuff, though, but just touching on one last thing. The first trailer for the new Game of Thrones spinoff was there as well. House of the Dragon. Matt Smith's head is so much Matt Smith that when you stick a blonde wig on him, again, it starts to look cosplay um, yeah. and costumey. Are, are, is anybody excited for more Game of Thrones? I really feel like they they no. poisoned their own well there in the last of season eight. And I think really I think did. if I think we just say for example, right? Because like I saw it and it's just like, well, like you know, it looks good. Like as in like production wise, I don't have any interest in it. I wasn't a big Game of Thrones fan. Anyways, I watched it all when it, as it was mm. coming out and stuff. You know, I, I bandwagoned it, but mm. it's like, uh, you know, people are pretty people are pretty forgiven uh, to a degree. You know, uh, and I think if 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 the first episode ends on some sort of real interesting hook, uh, people forget about the first season. Most people would forget about the first season. Yeah, not nerds. I think the part of the 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 massive success of Game of Thrones was. It presented itself as historical drama for the first while, for the first little bit, mm. and kind of had a Tudor's vibe, and it pulled in the people that would have watched those things. Yeah. And then it sort of stealth loaded in, and I know there is like the White Walker at the very start of it, so maybe I'm full of shit, but I do feel like it was it was one thing enough for long enough that it kind of stealth loaded in the fantasy so that it had brought along an audience that wouldn't ordinarily watch a show with dragons in it. But now everybody knows what Game of Thrones is. I don't think people are going to watch this thing. I don't think it's going to be the same hit they want it to be. Yeah, part of its success was because it had people who would never watch a fantasy fantasy show watching a fantasy show. And I don't mm. know if those people will come back because everybody felt burned by yeah, especially the last season, you know. Yeah. Um, and and it like sometimes I think that there's like there is, like, this happened to me on Lost, that, like, you you can't cliffhanger me for a season and then leave me eight months before the next season comes along over that long a period. And then there was a writer's strike in the middle of it and more delays and then mid-season breaks. So I think sometimes if you were to watch something in bulk, you'd enjoy it more. But I've watched a couple of series of reaction videos now where people have watched Game of Thrones from start to finish in a clean line. And they all start to get to like season six, season seven, going, what the fuck is happening with this show? And then end of season eight, they're like, the fuck was that? You know, like, it's not a case of people getting fatigued over eight to ten years of watching a show. It just falls apart in the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Like a serious dip. Sorry, Kevin. I was just going to say, like, I was watching something recently and it was just kind of like, it was almost like, uh, I think kind of, certainly for me anyways, but it's like, lost kind of soured stuff for me to a degree in terms of like and i know people love it and they stuck with it and stuff i just I didn't leave lost alone yeah um but it's kind of like uh 
Cause like my tolerance is like my like basically it's just like if I don't get like enough progression and development and resolve uh, in moments where it needs to be, I can lose interest pretty fast. Because I think I was watching like was it Nine Perfect Strangers that got a little bit losty on me, and then it was just like if they if they try to get a two a, a season two out of this, it's just like no, no. Well, like that's that's, that's that's kind of how I feel about only murders as well. Like I love the cast, I love the world, I like every, I like a lot of the stuff about it, but I'm not hooked <clears> enough <throat> on it to want any more after season one. You know, I'm kind of sticking with it at this point because I like everybody in it. Yeah, but that might just be me. Um, I I'd be a little bit worried about how that's going, to be honest. Um, uh, but. The only thing is, like, uh, after the latest episode, certain things happen. So they obviously, like, kind of like, it's kind of like it's a bit of an old switcheroo. We thought this show was about something, and I think it's kind of going to be about something else. Oh, okay. All right, well. Um, Do you mean it's not about a podcast? Oh, it's very much did, about a podcast. Did you, did you all watch The Good Place? Yeah, I love The Good Place. Season 1 and 2, I think. You should watch the rest of that, Kevin. That's a show that I think did an amazing job of changing what it was just when you got tired of it. Mm -hmm. And it it brought you... It it walked an amazing line of like, oh, this show's about a person who went to the wrong place. Oh, no, this show's about this. Oh, no, this show's about this. It kept changing what its format was. Or its... Without jumping the shark. Without jumping a shark, and I, I think it's even down to like the ending, the 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 last season of it could have gone. Also, though, heavily, heavily inspired by Lost. I don't, um, I don't, and I don't doubt it. Lost, Lost is great. Um, well, I, I think they yeah, were like, I, I just, I think got whoever wrote a good place was probably watching Lost and being like, oh, like you know, I thought it was gonna be like this, and then they were just like, that would have been really cool, and then they were like, I'm gonna write that really cool show and forget about this awful show, Lost. No, basically, the way it ends is the way Lost ends. They literally yeah, well, did the, but the last look, thing. look, I, I don't, I, I don't want to get into defending. Like, I know that Lost. Watch has... Lost and The Good Place. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, no. But I, 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 I watch it. Watch Lost. Like it. You'll like Lost. I just got burnt out over eight years of Lost, and the gaps and the writer strike and well, everything else. In six between. seasons. I don't know how many years. It just I got mean, strung out. Yeah. If you're gonna watch six seasons of something, just watch Supernatural. It's far superior. Only watch four seasons of it. No, five. I think it's five. Only watch five. You've seasons. got to watch no, all four. eighteen seasons of Supernatural. No, no, no I've, I've just watched four. A bit, but yeah, I must no. watch the four. I don't know four or five, but yeah, God, yeah I had to stop after that. It's like no, too all much. eighteen seasons of Supernatural. Um, when the showrunner leaves, stop watching Supernatural. That happens to a lot of the things we watch. This is just a new thing. Nobody knew what a showrunner was until uh, until Netflix Daredevil. You did not, Brian. I no, did. I never heard of anybody talk about a showrunner until I... Netflix Daredevil. How? dare you oh very cons- dare you you might have but the concept of <laughs> a showrunner is a reasonably new I'm the one who told you yeah, all shut up, Aiden, that's exactly what I'm saying. writers he didn't know that without me what producers are writers on TV shows producer means writer does it I know what a showrunner is yes it does yeah, on TV producer if you see producer credit they're writing the show Dick Wolf wrote the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Dick Wolf. Showrunners. I never knew what it was until Daredevil. Um, 
Speaking of Marvel TV shows, uh, I got some. I got some grapes I want to squeeze. Is it grapes. about what if? Yeah. Please don't. Stop squeezing your grapes. We're on a podcast. What happened to that what if episode that we never saw? Because that looked epic. Gamora and Tony Stark looked really interesting, and I kind of like the idea of what if Tony didn't return from uh, the alien kind of uh, wormhole. Kind of, it's a bit more intrigue because, like, I, I, I'll get into it a bit, a bit, a bit. But what happened to the episode, Brian? You're the, you're why the one with they, the the insight here. What why didn't sh- Why didn't they show us that episode? Supposedly, they just didn't finish it in time because of COVID. That's really? the reason they're giving. Yeah, apparently. That's bullshit. You can't give someone. A, I'm paying. Excuse me, uh, Disney. My brother's paying for this. Okay, <laughs> my brother's paying for Disney Plus. Oh, when can't. I first. When I first heard it, though, that's not the excuse they gave. And I wondered, was it because we were supposed to have like other films out by now? And is there stuff in there connected to those films? That was my first thought. Somebody thought of a but, better excuse in the meantime. Look, w- this this is the talk or the, the subject, I guess, is that final episode of What If? And, you know, Gamora as the Thanos killer with the Infinity Stone grinder thing. And like, the thing that is, was I, I don't think it like, really mattered. <laughs> Like, it didn't matter. Like they they were able to throw matter. her in and just go, we're fine. Yeah, yeah you just grab somebody else. Yeah, multiverse, it's fine. It didn't I li- matter. I liked the last couple of episodes for sure. Um, I, I don't think Brian did, uh, just by looking at him. Um, can I can I tell you that Gamora Iron Man relationship and this the weirdness of their the unfamiliarity of their look and their story is much more interesting because I haven't watched a half hour of it. When he just had po- popped up and we see that like Junker Iron Man suit and her and Thanos' kind of armor, I'm like, oh, that's cool. What's that about? I don't want to see the episode because it'll just be boring. <laughs> no, stop. 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 Um, all Guardian. I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, right, hmm. I would have liked to have seen it. I think it's kind of probably one of the more it's a fun concept might even be more fun than what if Killmonger was a villain what if T'Challa was a, it was a hero I think the really one of weak points of the show is when we watched the Captain Carter episode we thought this is going to be an anthology Epic. just like what if and there would be these fully kind of contained little looks at here's a interesting what if this instead of that and then once we got past maybe episode three it was very clear that it's just an excuse to show us who's going to be in the lineup for the last episode and it wasn't about having a a good self-contained anthology it was just literally to introduce us to these characters to team them up in the end and even then it still felt rushed when they were teamed up all in the final episode and it just this would work so much better as an anthology yeah, I agree. You, I loved it. Do you remember that scene in The Force Awakens where they're planning to take out Starkiller Base and there's just 10 of them standing around a table going, well, how do we get into here? And somebody goes, I know the back door to all the plans because I love this kid. Suddenly we've got like a 90 second conversation where everybody asks all of the relevant questions and for some reason everybody, like many people died to get these plans out of the, you know, for the first Star Wars and movie. Like the, in this the, the one, thing- they just have a notion, you know? If it's building to one, like, moment, if if the series or the season is one story, it turned out to be in the end, Mm. it's about taking out Ultron, 
why not have them team up in the middle and make what they're trying to do a story and have that be like three or four like have them team up in the middle mm. because it, it you know they kind of showed us that they can insert somebody in there without giving them the full story and we'd just pick it up as if you know we'd get it and that would have been so much more interesting if by episode four he's like oh i gotta if episode one was the ultron episode episode two and three introduces to somebody episode four was the watcher going i gotta do something with this and he puts the team together and then mm. the remaining four episodes are them this you know this two-hour thing broken into four episodes but much better paced and staged instead yes, it was yeah. just like so it's like why like show, why though, isn't it then it's a completely that, different show, but, but we're that pitching a better, better. show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I understand like, what you're saying, right? Like, yeah, tell, tell, tell the same, they could have yeah. told the same story, but more effectively. Because yeah, it's like, in the, like, there were so many things in that last episode that contradict that season's logic, but also mm. contradicts so much stuff from the rest of the MCU. It just seems so rushed too much. You, you could have spent the first few episodes in an anthology format, as you're suggesting, introduce Ultravision as a threat that dethrones the watcher and now we have a format where we spend a lot of time not even necessarily putting the team together but building towards a confrontation and as you say there it makes me think of like sliders like you can still do your what if thing where each week the team is jumping into a new dimension to pick up something interesting for you know a half dozen episodes and build to a climax yeah you can still do your what if something was different in this universe, but it stops becoming a very sort of anthology presentational show mm-hmm. to a more incidental, we're now in this universe where zebra people rule the planet and the Black Panthers, are, I don't know, I'm making shit up, but like, and then the, the, the humor in it, I mean, the, the, do we have to just there, go, this is for kids at the same time? There was two Rick and Morty writers on previous Marvel shows and... <laughs> They should have gotten one or two more for this because they need it. Like when you look at, you know, how well Loki handled the idea of multiverses and stuff like that. And then this show just seems to, it's like they weren't sharing notes or something, you know, Um, it's like they created it completely separately and it's almost, it almost is like they had an anthology show, but then tried to force it being, connected and it it feels forced because that's not how they it feels like it's forced because maybe that's not how they approached it well let's um let's take a slightly different tack and go is there anything you liked about it not what did we like about it of 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 what if and everything this final episode oh i i was cool to see a different avengers team essentially fight I like seeing Captain Carter leading it. I really liked uh, Doctor Strange. He was amazing. Um, I really liked... Um, uh, I really liked Hawkeye in this episode and his sacrifice and all that kind of stuff. That was this episode, was it? No. That was last episode? Oh, it was last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked... That... W- Tor, Viva Las Vegas! Black Widow sees a... Black Widow in that planet sees a bunch of people fighting uh, fighting the Ultron character that she's trying to kill. And she interferes? Yep. 
She stopped what they were doing. In that reality, Ultron has wiped out the universe. Like effectively, he's he's he's. It says he wipes out like all known planets in that universe, and then that's why he goes to another universe. She's on her own on that planet, and she sees a team of magical people fighting Ultron. Yeah, and she gets between them and stops. A, a potential killing blow. I think that you're being really. Weird... I think you're being really rude. In you don't know how you don't know what you do in that situation. I think it's being really insensitive. I can't help but compare it to like. I know I bring up the show a lot, but it's because it's in the same space. But Justice League Unlimited, just mm. fantastic show, and just you know has told similar stories and just gets them right. And it's just frustrating I, uh, that this doesn't. I like this. I liked it. It was fun. Um, I'm happy for people to like it. Um, I just feel like it's. It could be more. It's disappointing. Well, I'm 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 sad for people who feel disappointed by it. But I, I appreciate your feeling sad for me. Thank you. I do. I really do. Um, I wish you could feel the happiness I feel. It's, it's warm and it feels good. Um, the uh, no, I'm like, what if uh, the, the issues I had with it was it's just like kind of like the watcher, obviously, you know, kind of Jesus, dude, where's your line? Like, kind of like one second you're interfering to save the entire world, the next minute you're like, just like, I can't do this, and it's just like kind of hypocrite much. Uh, and then, um, Killmonger, why have Killmonger? You just, you just like, could have you could have gone yes. and got a. Black Panther. You no, because 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 he needs he needed the two characters to be in a power struggle at the end. Oh, and locked into it forever. Yeah, and he wanted a bad person for it. He yeah. was the kind of two bad people. Uh, Very cool. Very cool. Okay, that's my no, that was my take. You suddenly sold me on the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Perfect. What a great show. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think you're right, Brian. Uh, I, I that, that was my take I, that, I that they, yeah. they couldn't beat them unless there was actually a struggle over two people fighting over the things because one person in possession of them would just be yes yeah kind of no it's yeah. it's so it's so good that's a riddle because that's what Dr. Strange said he's like we were never meant to yeah win or something we were only meant to take the stones away from whatever or whatever you know we were only meant to get you know something like that but uh, I I liked it um, in terms of Brian because you speculated quite a lot uh over over the the many years we've been doing this podcast, and um, you speculated that this is going to feed into the MCU uh, in a, in a in a larger way. Do you still believe that? Yeah. Do you think we're going to see? Uh, who do you think we're going to see? I, I think potentially I- strange, and I've been hearing Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Do you think we're going to see a Hydra Stamper? Chris Evans, how you just I mean, Chris Not Evans sure. is kind of. I don't think so. Into it, but I don't. I don't know if we're going to see. Yeah. That. I think he will come back, but I don't think it's for this. It's kind of too soon. I think. Did you? Did you see? There, there was a little kind of like not post credit scene, but there was a little after credit scene, wasn't there? Was the yeah, that, that was the that was the hydro. Hydro Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 to be honest, like I, I think I'm really, I'm, re- I know this sounds, but we went over it, but I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed we didn't get that other episode. I, I hope at some stage we will. It's two. season two, they're there. Yeah. Okay, okay, because I really yeah. want to see the other episode. Um, but uh, 
and I look forward to his season two. Like, you know, kind of as, as you know, what if uh, things go. I, I liked it. And I liked I liked the Scarlet Witch fight in Ultron. That was really cool. The zombie Scarlet Witch. Yeah, it's still... Like, I liked that zombie episode, but the it, I just have an old man fucking approach to how I want my zombies to behave. And the moment where she unleashes a magical thing and it, he's still there and she goes, huh? Like... Uh, that, that's my if, problem with it, is that they're not, Marvel, they're not zombies. You but know? Marvel like, zombies re- retain some of their sent, sent, sentience. And... Um, um, and there was a whole thing about, uh, who was it like, they were going to eat Galact- zombie Galactus at one, or they were going to eat Galactus at one stage, and Captain America was stopped by, I can't remember, it was an odd one. But um, talking about zombies, what did you think of the Marvel Zombie episode that we watched a couple of weeks ago? I hated it. I like I was, it. I, I, much to- prefer, I much prefer zombies in the style of Train to Busan. Never heard of it. What um? Hello. What if? What if? Uh, Brian, yay, nay, or talk to me another day. Talk to me another day. Okay, (laughs) yay, nay, or talk to me another day. You fucking say it. Nay. Okay. Nay. Talk to me. Talk to me another day. One of them. Pick one of them. Pick one of them. What are we talking about? Yay, nay, or talk to me another day. What are you talking about? What's your what if? What if? Oh, okay. Apologies. (sighs) Um, Are you multitasking? God, he's slow. Is he multitasking? Don't be multitasking he is. right now. Put your multitask down. Yeah. Stop playing with it. I think i got to say nay. I don't want to watch any more of these cartoons unless they <gasps> drastically change the production. I'm... And, and... That sounds like talk to me another day then. Okay. Yeah, talk, Jesus. Uh, if there's drastic changes in how they're making these things. <sighs> how does then... that get this brain? I don't know. He's multitasking. He's too busy multitasking with his pencil. Um, I'm saying yay. Yeah, so we've yay, more. nay, and Brian, yours was talk to me another day? Yep. Okay. Yep. I say yay. Give me more. I don't mind. Yeah. I just, am I am I excited for or looking forward to any of it anymore? Not particularly. The, the, the storylines could get more elaborate. I think some of these storylines were a little bit safe. I hope, I hope season two has more elaborate and it takes more risks in their storytelling things. Yeah. You see, like, my, that's kind of my problem, is if they were going to tell a connected story, then the anthology approach at the start was the wrong way to go. Well, look, we, we, we had a natural segue there a little while back, and I think we should take advantage of it and move on to the train to Busan. I think, like, I I have said a number of times here, I am not the horror fan. Um, this felt like more like an action kind of thing, though. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It, yeah, it, it wasn't scary, sort of but it's, it's, it's more like a disaster movie. Yeah, it just the disaster happens to be people. Zombies. And it's just, yeah, the zombies become this wave of wave of disaster to stay ahead of and what's interesting is the sort of solutions they come up with for the various challenges that are put in front of them as they run from these zombies um the effects like the composite shots of cities and 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 stuff like that they're clearly like it's not high budget amazing looking but it's it's really it is really effective and you do watch it sort of going you know this works great it's got some of that like world war z waves of zombies crashing into each other and, and like 
ant insect like piling over each other. Um, and it's, it is it is effective, right? It's mm-hmm. good. And there's some. It's good, right, guys? Is it? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> Somebody. It's a movie. Um, it's validate a movie me. Validate me. There's some lovely like moments of like back-breaking movement styles. At one point, somebody, one zombie turns to look at one of the survivors by bending over backwards and looking at them upside down before yeah. pivoting around their spine and chasing after them. It was kind of like there's some fun stuff with how the 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 zombies move. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought that stuff was cool. So the 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 movie starts with um our lead character played by Gong Yo taking his daughter to visit his mother in her, her mother his estranged wife in Busan is that where they were heading the, i got uh, i got was i got the impression oh yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so it was so the mother, the, the mother left, and the and the father was staying with the or the daughter was staying with the father and his mother, mm. and the and the, yeah he was obviously a very absent father because he was working all the time, mm-hmm. and she wanted to be with her mommy in Busan. Yes, um, the the I'm, I'm crap with character names on this film though, like. Sona. The, Sona is the daughter. Sona, yeah. Suan. Um, Suan, is it? Sorry. Suan. Suan, I think. Suan. Not sure how to pronounce it. Not Suan. I'm not correcting you. I'm playing myself. If I'm making it sound like Suan. The Suan. 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 That was Sue Ellen, wasn't it? Sue Ellen. Uh, there's a Sanghua. Is the the guy in the blue jacket the just beating shit out of people? The big guy with the pregnant wife. Yeah, he was um, brilliant. He he's going to be great. in Eternals. Is he? Oh no way! <laughs> yeah. That's epic. He looks familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he was a boxer also, like originally. He looked he well. He's, I, in he's this, kind of in background this, as a boxer. In this movie, I loved his yeah his boxing technique and his wrestling moves. I love love wrestling moves in action movies like this you know like he's like kind of like yeah just throwing people around i love that stuff i love just a good kind of kind of old school wrestler type stuff it's great the 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 there was great energy the moment the sort of zombie stuff kicked off on the train the first person getting bitten the the transformation from human to zombie is pretty instantaneous so the the numbers of people that become a threat very is is very quick the, the way they shot everybody scarpering through the train cars being chased, um, the sort of static position in the chairs with shit whipping past the windows and people running around, it, it created great energy in those initial moments of the the takeover of the train. Like, it was real panic as people running down it. I, like, we had some issues with the subtitles on this thing, but, like, as you said, Kevin, you kind of didn't even need them at a certain point. The visual storytelling was just engaging enough to... It was super strong, yeah. To, to pull you through it and it was it was really it was really cool I like it wasn't, I, it wasn't scary were you scared at any point um, were you anxious for people oh yeah super anxious for people for sure um, I, I like, like this this movie I thought was great because like you know obviously like there's always a character um, 
like the the guy who's going to be in Eternals is always a character like him that kind of like at first he kind of he was a bit of an asshole to a degree you know but he was a really like kind of selfless guy you know I, I think we can go I think we can amend that for a minute he was I don't think he was ever an asshole I think he was very straight talking to people that were inconsiderate you right. know, but okay, he was fair. always from a standpoint of being like he was kind of a good dude it's like yes he was yeah. protecting oh, his wife he was telling the guy being a prick that he's being a prick you know yeah, um, I I I loved it. I loved him. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, but uh, but like you know, he was a little bit like kind of like say not nice to the girl to a degree. You know, uh, the little girl at the first. I think I kind of think like you know he kind of told her like, hey, scram, get out of here, blah blah. You know, and it's just like the kid just wants to go to the bathroom. It's like it's not a big deal or whatever. You know, mm. but but anyways, uh, all I'm saying is like he was a great character and stuff. Uh, and I, I you know I I I I like, he was so good. And it's just like, I knew he wouldn't last. And it's just like, everything, like even I watched it with Emer, and Emer was just like, why can't just like one time, oh. one of those people survive? Why, why yeah. can't they survive? When you he know? took off his jacket to engage with the fight, I was definitely like, why are you doing that? That's way more flesh on show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do every, everything, but like in these situations, like if you punched a, a zombie and they just nicked it, like, because like, you know, mm. I've heard it. I've every heard time he was pu- punching people, I was like, that's. I mean, Brendan yeah. Gleeson in 28 Days Later just looked up under the wrong lamppost. Yeah, you know? yeah. Got a bit of dust in his eye and that was him. But, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of it like... It was blood. It, it was blood, yeah. Dripped into his eye. But uh, but, uh, but uh, it's just kind of like... Uh, yeah, like kind of... You'd be worried. Like, you graze your knuckle off in zombies too because mm. that happens when you box somebody or, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just kind of like, oh, God. like that's Full that's... motorcycle gear, reinforced knuckles, bike helmet. Mm. That's yes. my that's my apocalypse costume. I, Just be headbutting zombies. I watched a, I watched a zombie movie. Uh, I can't even remember it. Uh, recently, I, like it's a very low budget kind of like not not a you know kind of like a not a big one you know. But mm. these guys were in a forest and there was like somebody was keeping his I think his kids and his wife in the cellar, but he was bringing back people to feed his wife and kids that's the thing you know in the forest in a cabin or something but a couple of these characters ended up getting together but it was one of those times where it's just like these these people are putting together like good uh zombie fighting gear you know Mm. they were putting on helmets they were like grabbing everything gloves they were like you know putting like bacon trays on them whatever it was like but they were like it was like one of those things where it's just like they've they've accepted that they're zombies and it's scary (laughs) and they have put everything they could find taped to their bodies and stuff it was cool it was funny Mm. but um but sorry, I digress. But uh, yeah, Train to Busan. Yeah, I, I felt anxious for characters in it for sure, you know. Do you know what was an interesting thing that like it kind of hit me halfway through it? And it, it it's it has to have been a decision, but like in every other zombie movie I've watched, it's either been made clear through some form of exposition or has just been a thing that effectively happens. Shoot them in the head, they stop coming after you. Or there was some way of downing a zombie they're done that we never saw a zombie be incapacitated you know they kept hitting mm. them they kept getting back up in this movie yeah. and that's and there was like hordes they, and hordes of them because part of me at a certain point was like just shoot him in the face but like we never really see one of them dead you know um i suppose at the end when they they get to like the the barbed wire the the, the military post but even then one of those bodies is still moving you know yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So that was, I thought that, that was kind of interesting for sure. Um, we should write a zombie movie. Now we should. Not right now, but we should. Okay. People love what? it. Pe- 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 people, people, audiences buy into zombie stuff. 
like so quickly. It doesn't matter if they're thing or not. People are like, what would I do? How would I survive? People love seeing how people cope in situations and what strategies and stuff they come up with. We should write mm-hmm. one. I always think we should, we should come up with some new things and people will come up with some new thing. Did you say, Brian? As in like new things in terms of like what, what's a fresh take on like a, a survival strategy okay. and just, just um, have a couple of those moments in there. People will eat it up. People love that stuff. Hmm. We should do it. Right. Cut, cut this out of the podcast. We don't want to get, we don't want to encourage people to create <laughs> zombie movies. <laughs> um, we got to keep it on the down low that zombie yeah. movies are a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're making that... a TV show based on Extraordinary. Oh, really? With Who's Maya making Rudolph. it? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember, but Maya Rudolph is going to be in it. It Ooh. might not be Irish, but it's going to be based on, it probably won't be Irish, <laughs> but That's it is okay. based on Extraordinary. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Just what we do in so. the shadows is all the TV series. I've not watched it, but it's on Disney Plus. Disney. Now. Yep. Two out of three seasons are there, yeah. The second one's airing? Or third one's airing, rather. I don't I'm know. not sure. But uh, Train to Busan. Yeah, I like the zombies. I liked, I liked how the zombies kind of, uh, you know, like kind of like these things, you always, I, I, I don't mind if people try to do kind of weird and different things. Like, But when the zombies at the end were, tr- were holding on to the back of the train and they were kind of like clustering like that and stuff, and I liked that. And then they started like climbing on top of each other. I thought that was cool. That was a great moment. Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was a really interesting sort of watching that little mechanism happen. You know, the the chase was good. Like, I, again, I'm looking at it going, how the fuck did they do that? Like, they didn't have a cast of thousands running around, you know, like that had to have been, that had to have been composited in through like groups of 10 running towards the train. And then I don't know if they created a human mat mattress for people to lie on or something. Um, It's a great effect, though. Yeah, it was. Um, It was awesome. I like I like like fucking businessman, brilliant, brilliant Young character. Suk, I think was the character. Um, yeah. What a prick! Yeah, brilliant, great. It was good. It was, it was like I like stuff like that, and, and these things is like you always like. It's like okay, so the zombies are obviously the bad guys, but like zombies are just like n- like faceless, nameless, like hordes of mm. you know whatever. You get very detached to them, but it was cool seeing this. Like, well, not cool, but it was like it was interesting seeing this. Like, raw, just this really selfish guy, you know, and like you know. He, he threw loads of people into the zombies and like he didn't give a fuck he was horrible he yeah. was brilliant it was so well done and even and even when he was like kind of he was bit and he was changing he still like was selfish you know that um like we're we're in full-on spoiler territory that was a really nice way to end the the heroes or mm. our protagonists Mm. journey there like the 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 shot of the shadow falling off the train was yeah. cool yeah um i really liked as well uh the moment where they go to the train station and they're trying to they're trying to diverge on their own path and separate from the group yeah and he gets separated from his daughter there is a moment where like i, I was genuinely like they're gonna they're gonna kill that little kid and blue jacket boxer dude comes out of nowhere with the elbow yeah, yeah, and knocks the jaw off that guy. It was great. It was a great moment. I was, I was really yeah, happy to see him. This is kind of a funny movie to talk about, though, because uh, so much of it was visual, mm. you know, and kind of like uh, things in a certain context. Do you know what I mean? 
So like, kind of like you don't know, kind of how like when it, when they got off the train and you, you see how dire the situation, or you know, you see they're they're going, everybody else is going to the main square where they're going east or something, and then uh, yes, you see the, the the zombie approach and then chaos break out and stuff. But uh, it's like all of this stuff is like we can tell you about it, but it's like you gotta watch it. It's it's a good zombie movie. Do you know what I mean? It's a funny one to talk about because a lot of the stuff that like, the, the things that you hit are just all like just like little visual moments that are cool. Like even the like I loved like some of the some of the stuff in it was so smart when they kind of just like oh they, they can see us so you won't just chose to water on the door and sticks the newspaper to it. I loved it. Great. Just quick 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 problem solving. I loved it. The fire extinguisher. Great. It is so visually exhilarating and fun to watch as a movie and successful. It is funny to me that some American production company hasn't remade it yet. I don't want it's them to do that. It's definitely happening. Is that happening or I've definitely do you think it will happen? Happening. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know there's the sequel is the, is it called Peninsula? Busan Peninsula? Peninsula? Yeah. Is it just called Peninsula or is it called Busan Peninsula? Or? Uh, depends on where you look. But it, like right. some places it's trying to Busan 2 Peninsula. Other places it's just Peninsula. No way. There's a sequel to it. It's not with the same characters, but it's the same. In 2016... Gaumont acquired the rights for the English language remake. In 2021, New Line Cinema, uh, Atomic Monster and Coin Operated were announced to be co-producing partners for the remake with Warner Brothers, distributing worldwide. Uh, Timo Tajanto, Indonesian director, is in talks to helm the film. Okay. Co-producing um, train to Wan. Train to San Diego? What do you think? Boston. Chicago. Train to Boston. Boston. I'm going to see my mother. So how do you say hi to your mother for me? Oh, so it's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know what it is. Donnie! <laughs> oh, look, like, like, the thing is, like, I have no problem watching Amer- an American version of this movie. <laughs> Hilarious. I cannot wait for it. Um, I like this movie. Really, really awesome. That's what I'm saying. Kind of, kind of like, um, like, there was so much to decomp press or there's so much to kind of digest I should say in hereditary this movie is a little bit more straightforward it's just it's a cool zombie movie on a train you know do, do you know what I mean like I don't know kind of yeah like I don't want to like just like kind of just explain the entire movie you know what I mean I don't I don't, I don't know if like if it's just no you, yeah yeah it's a very lean economic it's a thriller yeah but it did a great job of keeping you engaged even right up to the very end where they're walking through the tunnel and the soldiers can't tell whether or not they're human or they're zombies. So they, you're like, how how are our protagonists going to survive this or are they going to survive this? And the solution they come up with there is really, really nice. It's Yeah. And even, even uh, the... Uh, I, I want to say hopeless, but... Take a moment. Excuse me, I was yawning. I want to say homeless, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the character was homeless. I'm assuming he was. But the um, the guy who was like, everybody's dead, everybody's dead. Uh, mm. And uh, like his his story arc and kind of conclusion is is very, very good. And that scene with the, the tipped over train and the, 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 the windows breaking. Like, I, I just so, so much of it is really, 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 really cool. And I think we should definitely warn people that this is a huge spoiler uh, uh, thing. So, so. Mm. You know, before we before we get into it, but yeah, it's, we've already gotten to it. But you know what I mean? So much of it is thrilling that it's just going to be frustrating if they just kind of beat by beat remake. You know, down to the train tipped over and them crawling out from under it. Like, 
they I they mean, will it, they will because that stuff is be so fine good and audiences will watch it but like yeah it's a perfect template for a remake because it just fucking works and every yeah. country's got trains yep yeah god who do you who do you think oh who do you think plays um the boxer then what's the western casting for mark the boxer? Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's playing all of them, buddy. Mark Wahlberg is every zombie. Mark Wahlberg Dude. definitely wants the part of the boxer, though. Yeah, yeah, probably. But he he won't get it. He's too big. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, um, who would be the boxer guy? You need. You know, it, it would have been. It would have been someone. Well, like, they could. Uh, they could get Don Lee again to do the same part. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. It, it, I, I, if it was the American remake kind of stuff, like you know, and and. Uh, they were still alive. I would imagine something like Mike Clark Duncan. Yeah, big man. Big guy, but like kind of, you know. I kind of want Nick Frost. Soft. You can't have Nick Frost. That doesn't make sense. He beat the he, shit out of those robots in uh, World's End. Yeah, but. Yeah, he's that already fought. Sucked. He's already fought zombies. Oh. When's the. Speaking of just Nick Frost and a segue into my head of Simon Pegg, uh, mm. when's The Boys Season 2 coming out? Tree, sorry. Soon, I imagine. I don't know. Though. Yeah, it normally came out in September. Two only just came out though, didn't it? Two, but like two came out like last September. Season one came out September before that, so you know. Did two come out last September? Yes. Is it out a year? Have yeah. I not watched that for a year? Yep. Um. Also, well, okay, we should not segue too much. Train to Busan. Brian, how many thumbs out of four thumbs? Out of four thumbs? Yes. Three thumbs, Aiden. I think I, I think I would concur if my option is is you know one through four thumbs, and we're dealing with whole digits. Um, yeah, you can do you can do you can do uh, whole digits. Yeah, just say whole digits. Yeah, I, I would say three thumbs. I say three point five. I, I just said, are we doing whole digits or are we doing fractional digits? You um, are. I'm not. Okay. Um. I I would also do three point five simply because. I think there's stuff in there that like I would have liked. I would have liked it if it got a bit more visceral. I would have liked it if it got a bit more. Um, uh, some of the I, I think some of the effects stuff I'd like a little polished up a little bit. But like it, these are just minor, minor like nitpicky You're, things. You are going to love the American one. Um, there's going to be a lot gonna, more blood and guts in it. It's going to be Mark Wahlberg and Nick Frost. I'm I'm sold. Um. Yeah, there, there was... Vin just... Diesel! Perfect. As the train conductor? <gasps> As the it's, train. The, it's the rock. As the train. It's the rock is playing oh. the main guy. It's his daughter. And then the boxer guy is going to be... Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. No, that's he plays his daughter. Um... And the rock could be Ryan Reynolds. No, he's too he's too nice. He could play the businessman. Mm. Mm. Luke Evans. Life. Yes, Luke Evans is in there somewhere. It I, it is interesting trying to cast that. That like I know you're saying like Don Lee could play him again, and he could, but that sort of like got some size to him, got a real relaxed vibe to him. Pretty fucking effective in a fight. Like who? Who is that person? Benedict Wong, Dan Har Dan Harbor, David Harbor, or David Harbor. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of in my head as well. Like that's the sort of like thing I'm talking about. You know, that sort of like just like kind of like slightly over the hill big guy. 
dad bod. Yeah. Train to Busan is a all-round success for the, the, the passengers of the Endless Stream here. We recommend it. Go watch it. Enjoy it. Um, I think we've done two for two good horror movies here. Hereditary scared the shit out of me. This was just thrilling. I was, you know, um, I was I, I was gripped. Like I, 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 um, it takes a lot to like really just focus me in on the screen, and they did a great job with its storytelling. I just wanted to see everything that happened. The way they played with light and dark, the way they played with, um, uh. You know, just the rules of their zombie world. Even yep. even the environment. You know, like scooting along the the, the luggage trays. Yep. The, above the, everybody, the, like the the kind of intelligent. Like they they weren't afraid to do like let the I know, like like they weren't afraid to let their characters do smart things in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like throwing the bag, the phone, the different things. It was just like cool, cool. People making smart choices here to survive. I think part of why I say the like three point five. One of the things is just like. There's a lot of hitting human beings in the head with baseball bats, and I think that would be a smushier affair. And it was kind of frustrating to me that it wasn't as smushy as it should have been. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I know that I said earlier, like, it's obviously a choice that we never see one of these things go down and stay down, but part of me wanted it. Do you know what I mean? You are going to love the American one. Mm. Love so, it. moving on very briefly, I guess. Um... There's a couple of like outstanding business things. We need to pick the next movie to watch. Martyrs. Fuck you. Uh, a girl walks home alone at night. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Drag Me to Hell. I I've seen Drag Me to Hell, and I'm too. I remember too much the um, the tr- the twist. Um, I haven't seen the host, but we just did Korean horror, so maybe we should just move somewhere I... else. I didn't like the host Ooh. i wasn't a fan you didn't like host uh the, the the japanese or the korean one is it or is that japanese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's korean yeah korean i think i did i say that in the cinema with you brian maybe i didn't suspiria remake have you seen it what did you say this is what did you say brian that's on that's on um suspiria on prime that's on prime um i can watch that what's that about is that we're going to be really now kind of I, I I like horror and I like scary, but I don't like kind of things that are like too real lifey. Have you seen Suspiria? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Do you just want us to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> do you, do you, do you know how we're gonna feel about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dad. No. It's good. It's good. I just, I just, when, when that happens, I don't feel like we're going through something together. I feel like you're watching us suffer. <laughs> no, I'm suffering with you. The Wolf of the sh- of the Snow Hollow, a stressed out police officer, struggles not to give the paranoia that grips the t- giving the paranoia that grips the small town at the bodies that are showing up at their full moon. Um. I think we should watch Midnight Mass as well, though. Yeah, okay. Watch then, then let's 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 do this, right? You're right. Suspiria's got great reviews. It's been on my list for watch for a long time. It's one of those things where, like Hereditary, the the the, the makeup of the production is of such a quality that I like. I do think I should watch it. 
you're giving me the excuse. I say we watch Suspiria. That's Brian's suggestion. Um, Wolf of Snow Hollow is supposed to be great. Um, so, I mean, I would also say let's just watch that as well and talk about it as a smaller thing if you're so inclined. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, if we can. I'm good. Yep. Um, I think that's streaming on something. I know I've seen it. I've seen it's it on YouTube. Um, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. You can buy it on YouTube. Um, YouTube. YouTube is actually good, guys, for uh, Yeah, you can movies and stuff. two euro and you get a rental of something. Yeah, cool. Um, like it's, kind of, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, that's the decision. Suspiria okay. and uh, if we get the time in, Wolf of Snow Hollow, check uh-huh. out Midnight Mass. There's, there's, a, there's a bunch of Halloween-y stuff to watch. I'm going to watch the Muppets Halloween Mansion thing as well. Um, um, uh, I think I just watched episode four. Um, okay. But, uh, uh, yes, episode four, but I was kind of waiting for it. This, so this is my own fault. I was kind of waiting for it to finish because uh, I needed to do something. But it was a very wordy episode. It so is. It was, it wasn't, do, do you know what I mean? So it wasn't like yeah. the type of thing where it's just, I was kind of just like, okay, like I, I, I do want to finish this, but I need to get going. So that episode was kind of a little bit frustrating, but I'm enjoying it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, it, it's, it's cool. I would say if you missed anything in that, if you've missed stuff in episode four, rewatch it. Give it a quick watch, just even towards yeah. the end, because it pays off wonderfully in episode five. I and remember. I, I I remember the end, anyways. So I, I okay. I, well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you if you think you got most of it in, yes. Just yeah. just go ahead and watch episode five. Yeah. I like it so much. Really want to oh. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so yeah, okay, Brian, I'll get on it. Um, I was going to say, though, New York Comic Con this week, so I'm sure there has to be stuff coming out at this stage, right? I'm not... The, what, you mean news or... Yeah. There's, a, there's a DC event in two weeks, and I think DC are going to wait until then. At, there's going to be a new Batman trailer, as far as I know, but it probably won't be until... I think this fandom is on the 20-something. And I think that's when we'll see a new Batman trailer, I think. How did you feel about the Peacemaker trailer? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I kind of don't care about that character. Yeah, it's also yeah. written. Every episode is written and directed by Gunn. So, but like, no why give him an eagle? A dove is a picture of 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 peace. Why does he have an eagle? Because he's not like an, he's not as like he's, he's not super, American freedom me guy. He's, yeah, he's not super he's patriotic. Fine. He's a peacemaker. Yeah. Like he's it should be a dove. Like I'm pretty sure the bird on his it, chest. It's is a dove. James Gunn. So mm. you know what you expect. What um. There was, there was a suggestion from Benny Kevin. There was something we should watch. He said, uh, "Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom." Has your brother seen it? I don't know, but it's weird that he suggested it to me twice now. Twenty sixteen film Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom. Oh, it's animated. Yeah. Oh, Canadian animation. A young boy is transported by a mysterious book to a strange frozen realm of fairy tales and nightmares, where he befriends a monstrous deep one. And uncovers the secrets that may lead him home. Christopher Plummer, Ron Perlman, Sean Patrick, oh something or other, Doug Bradley, Jane Curtin. Um and have a nosy at it. I don't know why um, he suggested it. Maybe he's he's pranking us. Yeah. Um I don't know. Didn't somebody suggest something else as well? I feel like it was a Shudder movie. So the the other um, note we got, and we're kind of just addressing the uh, the write-in suggestions, and we do have email for that, so theendlesscast at gmail.com, oh. and over on Instagram at theendlesscast, you can comment and you can 
tell us we're wrong or tell us if you're enjoying the movies or suggest things for us to watch on the podcast. So Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom looks like a sort of um, smaller scale animated feature um, from Canada. Um, I don't know where we dig that out, but I can have I'll have a look at a trailer anyway. Yeah, we try and um, try and get onto it. The other message we got was from Chris, who is uh, upset that people, Aiden, dismiss this whole movie as awful because of a certain death in the final act. Now we're talking about Reign of Fire. Uh, I think it is a unique movie that is surprisingly grounded for a movie about dragons. Is this a really terrible? Is this really a terrible movie, or does Aiden just hate fun? Surprisingly boring for a movie about. Dragons. Aiden hates fun, and Chris, that it's movie not fun. has a great soundtrack. The guys it's hate boring. fun. That movie has a great soundtrack. It's not fun. I wish it was fun. Oh my god, I wish brilliant. it was fun. It's boring. Yeah. It's so good. It's the scene where they're, so he's telling boring. stories, but it's like Star Wars. It's actually Star Wars. I thought about that scene many, many times. And if I can retain enough information to retell Star Wars as my Sorry, Chris, it's very important.